is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the SWBC Mortgage Living Room in Frisco, Texas. And because I have not figured out a way to hang this on my living room wall without peeling the paint off, <laughs> this show is brought to you by Wingstop. And here's the wonderful poster that they sent me to my house that I'm having issues with. So I'm just going to get this out of the way. And there we go. Thank you, Wingstop. I will have this on the wall at some point this week when I can figure out how to hang it without forfeiting my deposit. Kurt's got his Wingstop cup. Nate's got his red shirt mm-hmm. on. Jesse's back in his bedroom. Did you get kicked out of school already, Jesse? What, what's going on there? Nah, we got the day off, man. You know, oh, you know the day off. That's right. It's Columbus Day today, isn't it? Why didn't we get the day off, man? You know why? You know why we didn't get the day off? Because we got to talk a little Cowboys football. That's right. And they (laughs) took care of business. They won yesterday. But, man, you know, I had about, about 15 minutes before Dak's injury happened, I had figured out, I had come to grips with this team. I had... I had come to grips with every game is going to be a struggle. Every game, they are they might get blown out in the first half, but they're not going to get blown out at the end of the game. The defense may give up eight thousand yards, but at some point they're going to they're going to find a way to be in every game, and that's just what this team is going to be. It's going to be a fun team to watch. It's going to be stressful as hell. You might think there's no chance in hell that they're going to make the playoffs. But it's going to be a fun season, and I had come to grips with that. And then the injury to Dak. And, man, I, mm. I, I have never felt so – that's part of football, right? You, next man up, you move on. But I don't know if I'd ever emotionally felt that way about a football game, and I don't know if it's because I know Dak as a person and he's such a great guy. I don't know if it's because I had never really seen – you know, an injury like that in real time on the big board. I thought the man's shoe came off and he was literally holding it. That was his foot dangling from his leg. But I got emotional in the press box. I physically had a hot flash. I had to get up and walk around. Like, it made me sick. And, and I, I what, what, did, what was going through your guys' heads when you guys saw that and that took place? Kurt, what, what, what was happening with you, man? Well, you just initially the shock. I mean, I'm I'm not one to, I don't want to see that kind of, you know, I'm not into the the horror films or blood and guts. Seeing a guy's foot turn sideways, that's just not something I want to see. So I, you know, immediately kind of turned away, and it was just the shock of, uh oh, this. You know, you feel terrible for for Dak. He's having such a great year, and then it's like, now what do the Cowboys do? What you know? Can this season get any worse? 2020 sucks. I'm tired of this. It was just a, kind of a whole range of emotions. Yep. Nate, as a as a Cowboys fan and as a former player, injuries are part of the game. You know, how did you how did you take it when you saw it happen? I just saw it, I said, man, it's broke. And then, uh, 
I just say, man, I prayed for him and I let it go. Yeah. Jesse, thoughts? Yeah, I was like Nate. I was Nate and Kurt. I was shocked. I went into to prayer mode and I was I was like my heart dropped to my stomach and I kind of I felt really, really, really bad. There was a there was a level of emotion that don't doesn't normally come over me that came over me um, for him. And I think for me, it's, you know, there's always it, football is 100 percent rate. You're going to get injured. It's all about the severity of the injury. If you play football, there's a 100 percent chance you're going to hurt something. That's a fact. The part that sucks is when the catastrophic injuries happen to the good people, mm. to the ones who do everything right, to the ones who um, are, are forthcoming, the ones who are kind, the ones who are hardworking. Again, the ones who do everything right, that's when it truly, truly sucks. You know that injuries are a part of the game, but when you see it happen to a person and, and their season is done, uh, and, and now you have to start questioning, you know, how bad is it? Is it ligament damage? Will it be able to, you know, to overcome it? And knowing, then I start thinking about everything that he's been through in the last, you know, four to six months with, he openly spoke about the mental uh, uh, things that he was going through because of COVID. And then to lose your brother in the fashion in which he lost his brother, one of his best friends, uh, having to go through the rigors of a contract negotiation publicly, uh, COVID happening, you know, all that stuff, man. And then getting to the season and not having it go as you probably would want it to go record wise. And then now having to deal with this, it, it was, it was, it was a sad situation, man. Unfortunate situation, but it, it was, it just hit me a little different when I saw it happen to him. Yeah. And I think part of maybe what got me was like, even in this moment, you saw Dak Prescott for what he is, a tough SOB. I mean, he's sitting there holding his leg and he's not freaking out. He's just like, hey, my leg's right. messed up. Come here. Mm -hmm. And then you saw as they carted him off, he waved. And even in that, that moment, you know, he always, when he scores, he, he kisses his hand and he points to the sky for his mom. Yeah. He did that. This was all about, you know, everything could be going through his mind. His career could be in jeopardy. You know, you don't know the severity of the injury, the season that he's worked so hard for, the contract that he's playing for, all these things. And the last thing you see is him do what he always does and, and pays homage to his mom. And I think just knowing him as a person and seeing, like you said, Jesse, he handles everything the right way. This is what Dak Prescott was, a tough guy that, that didn't make this about him. And even as he's going off the field, he's thinking about somebody else. And, I mean, you just hate to see – bad things happen to good people and it just you know it, it just a terrible terrible thing that happened and you know not you know lost kind of in this whole thing is you know Tristan Hill went down as well earlier in the game not sure what the the severity of his injury is but injuries are just they, they part just of the game yeah they is just it, what is it ACL they just ACL announced earlier yeah ACL he'll be out for the rest of the year man that's that's tough but so, thoughts and prayers nice. are definitely with with Dak and you know his family, and hope he has a as a speedy recovery. Um, and now you got Andy Dalton stepping in, which you know. Well, can I ask? Can I before some, we get it? Can I ask? I'm just interested in Jesse's and, and Nate's opinion on like what as players, what's that like when you see a teammate suffer that kind of? I would think it'd be so hard to okay, you know, next snap, let's go. How do you shake that off and continue a game? 
Next snap, let's go. That's literally <laughs> like I, I, as 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 cold and as heartless as it sounds. Like right when the when the when he rolls off on the cart and the ref blows the whistle and he goes like this, you have to now get focused on the matter at hand. And it's it's it, it's one of those things that you know athletes have to do is compartmentalize your emotions. Right, it's it's the next play. No matter what happened before, I gotta play the next play, and I can I can deal with that moment when I have to deal with that moment. But then I have to cut it off. I literally have to cut it off and now refocus myself on the matter at hand, which is trying to go and win a football game. Which they did masterfully, might I add, except for those couple of plays where I think Kellen Moore was trying to sabotage the situation with his play calling. But we'll get to that later. But to just refocus and go back out there and 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 win the game. So. That that is the, that is the nature of being a professional athlete is that even when something like that happens, you have to just cut it off and get back to the matter at hand and deal with that issue at a later date. It's a football game at the beginning, the middle, and the end. It is your job, and you go do it. Normally, the better players can't do that quicker than most players. Then they're not so good players. That's just how it is. Like I say, you know, you know, yeah. Like I told Chris I mean, we, yesterday when it happened, like two bad fellas. I said, "Wow, it's time to go to work." You know, uh, I, I don't, I don't linger on stuff like that. You know, that that that's gonna take care of itself. I believe that in the end, the good person will be taken care of. So I don't, I don't take it no further than it ha- than it has to be. So I already knew when we came on the show. I, you know, I was. Y'all have at it, bro. But guess what? Football is something like it's here today. It's gonna be played. It's gonna have to be done. So y'all have at it. When y'all ready to get on this football thing again? Let me know. <laughs> I think we're ready. Kurt, you ready? Jesse, you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. We're ready Let's to do move it. on. We, we talked about <laughs> it. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Uh-uh. You know. You know. I, I'm just. Me and I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, I'm not a cold person. Very passionate. Love everybody. You know, call y'all guys. Pray for y'all all the time. But football is an ugly thing. I saw some hits yesterday. I saw some injuries yesterday. This one here just hit home. That's all. This one here just hit home. Yeah. All right, fellas. Well, let's let's talk football. Andy Dalton stepped right in. Made some great passes. Michael Gallup, I, I, I don't think we have to wonder anymore, is he your number two receiver? Because he proved that he's Mr. Clutch, man. On this team, he made a couple of stupid, stupid catches there in the fourth quarter. So I guess the question is now, how good do we feel about Andy Dalton leading this team into the rest of the season is I mean I, I always have I was always a fan of Andy Dalton I think he's got more talent around him offensively than he's than he's ever had in his career you know he had AJ Green up in Cincinnati and I think you can argue now he's got basically three AJ Greens on this team he's got a, a great running back he's got a, a an offensive line that we'll have to see how this pans out throughout the season but how do you feel about his physical talents? Jesse, I know you're you're pretty familiar with him. What do you see in him as a quarterback and, and can he win some games for you and get you into the playoffs with his team? 
I mean, Andy Dalton is a quarterback in this league who has over 100 starts, right? He has over 100 starts. He's had multiple 10-win seasons under Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati. They've gone to the playoff multiple times. Now, he hasn't won, but he's been to the playoffs. So this isn't something like deer in the headlights. This isn't something where this is a guy who's new to everything. He's seen and has played as a starter, as a franchise guy, a ton of football. And if you go around and look around the league, he might be the best backup in the National Football League, as you know, opposed to how many starts that he's had, how much game time you know he's played. So this is this is, I said to you guys jokingly in the you know in the pre-show, you know who had on their 2020 bingo card that the biggest off-season signing would be Andy Dalton, and I don't think anybody would have thought of. You know, any any more thought to Andy Dalton once the season started and we saw that Dak was back here on the under center. But here we are having Andy Dalton. And I think this is going to be one of those things where he's not Dak Prescott, but this this drop off won't be one that if it was, you know, Ben Naducci or who was the kid that we had last year? White or Cooper, um, Cooper Rush. Mike, Cooper Mike Rush. White. Mm-hmm. Mike White or Cooper Rush. No, this this is going to be something where he can come to the line of scrimmage, identify defenses, make the checks, uh, and really carry this thing along. You know, again, he's not Dak Prescott, but the drop off isn't as significant as, you know, if it would have been White or Rush or someone else. And just for those, uh, let me say this so that no one can tweet this to me or, or say this out loud. Do not text. Do not tweet. Do not do anything. Tony Romo ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. He's making eight. He's making eighteen million dollars to work two days a week. He ain't coming back. He's enjoying golfing, dropping off all his kids at school every day. He ain't coming back. So please don't text it. Please don't ask it. Don't write it. Don't tweet it. Don't Instagram it. Don't do anything about Tony Romo and him coming back to, to lead this Cowboy football team. Ever. It's done. It's over. Please don't mention it again. <laughs> and Jesse, he's he's making that eighteen million dollars a year working about three and a half days a week. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah that, he spent yeah, a lot of time on the golf course. Yeah, he, he's had that broken rib. He saw that injury in person <laughs> at the stadium. He he does not want that for half of that money. So yes, I'm with Jesse. Tony, it's it sounds like a fun idea unless you're Tony Romo. Then it sounds like a terrible idea. So <laughs> Kurt, what do you think? Andy Dalton taking us to the Jesse. promised land? Well, I mean, I agree with Jesse. He's not going to be a huge drop-off in, in many ways. Now, he's not as dynamic as Dak, obviously. But, you know, he just has to play sound football. He just don't make mistakes. He's got the offensive weapons. Get the ball in their hands, and that's that's really all he has to do. He's got the experience, so he knows what he's going to be doing. I mean, that that signing now, like, Jesse said earlier, who thought he'd be your starting quarterback now, but that signing looks brilliant, you know, in 2020, uh, looking back 2020 vision or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, it's not going to be the same. You're, maybe your biggest concern just might be his mobility with, with an offensive line that's not, as, not what you expected either, but just, get the, just don't make mistakes and get the ball in the playmaker's hands and it'll be fine. His accuracy is nice. He's got a good arm. He's still young. He can move around in the pocket. He uh, evidently got control of the offense. Uh, now they'll start uh, curtailing and tailoring things to what he likes to do and how he likes to do it with his receiver. He'll get a little bit more work with these guys. Uh, everything is put in place. His offensive line is no better or no worse than what he's ever had in Cincinnati. 
Uh, <laughs> defense may be equal point. to what he had in Cincinnati. <laughs> so, I mean, this kid is ready to go to work. Uh, you may see a for his mobility and a little bit of drop-off for his being able to get outside of the pocket and make things happen. But this this thing will be all right. I mean, uh, Dak is still a man whenever he's re- returned. But here's the time for Andy Dalton to show the other 31 teams in the league that he's very, very valuable. So uh, I'm ready to go, man. It's rock and roll. All right. Well, let's get into <laughs> it. Let's take our first break. You know who? Was, you know I was at the game yesterday, right? You know I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to tell you all about it later on in the show. But you know – you know who else was at the game? You know who else was at the game? Jalen yeah. Smith. Jalen. Oh, hey. Talk about Finally. the defense. They were at the game yesterday. They showed up when it counted. They, they made some stops there at the end of the game. It was very suspect at the beginning of the game. It was, oh, no, here we go again. But let's talk about what you guys thought about the defense. Nate, I want to get your thoughts on how the offensive line performed. Kurt. We can talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about when we come back. You're, you're, you'll have the third segment to yourself. So tune in to find no, out what Kurt no, wants to talk about. No. We'll be back. Talk about some more Cowboys football when we come back. Hang it with the boys. Let's go. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And Otterbox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets, plus tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Hey, we're back. SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. You're watching the game in old basketball shorts or baggy sweats is for amateurs. If you want to relax like a pro, upgrade to the comfort of Tommy John loungewear. It looks awesome and feels even better. It's got pockets for snacks 
and is machine washable for any unpredictable nacho cheese spill. Shop loungewear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. All right, fellas. The defense, a little bit better. Still not the best defense in the league, but a little bit better. Showed up when they needed them to show up towards the end of the game. But you gave up 34 <laughs> points to the Giants. The Giants, they had given up. Hey, Chef, hold on, man. Hold on. Why? Do that again. Just say what you just said again, man, and make me believe what you said. Make me believe what you said. Do that again. Say that again. The Cowboys' so defense sad. was a little bit better on Sunday, but they showed up when it counted. At the end of the game, they made some key okay. stops. That's Stop a little right better. That's Stop a, right there. Uh, that's a or little better, Chef. should I go forward and say, but – they gave up 34 <laughs> points to the Giants. Halfway through the first quarter, they had given up more points than the Giants were averaging per game all year halfway through the first quarter. So my question to you guys is, were you okay with the performance yesterday or was it just, you know, just thankful you played the Giants yesterday? <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I told you guys, all, I, I called Jesse, man, and I said, Jesse, just give me what you think. <laughs> well, we got to control the offensive line. We got to control the defensive line. I said, yeah. Then I come back and no turnovers. He said, yeah. And, and we ain't five, ten minutes in, we got a turnover. And they just gashing us. And, and I'm saying, and then at half, I'm looking up, and we down by, four, by what, 10 points, 12 points? Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the Giants. This is where I was going to get all my prescription drugs this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, I, and then on top of the tragedy later on, I, I, I came home last night. I can't even get peace in a victory. Atlanta, <laughs> New York. I can't even get peace in a victory. Wow. Wow. It's 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 hard to know, you know, if it was a good game for the defense because the, they're playing the Giants. But I don't. At least I thought there was better effort. You know, I thought obviously Jalen read the headlines or. Can or I pull a Jesse? Can I pull a Jesse? <laughs> oh, you yeah. mean to tell me that we got to worry about effort? How about doing it? <laughs> Jesse, please go off. Do you mean to say that's a bunch of crap? <laughs> Jesse, help me here, man. Oh, man. Go ahead, Kurt. Finish your statement, brother. <laughs> no, I, I was pretty much done. I thought, you know, obviously Jalen showed some effort, I think. But again, was he was, was it because he was playing the Giants? So who knows? But he, he did have 14 tackles, which tied his career high. And he, he, <laughs> he, did, he did have some legitimate reasons to swipe a couple times, so, uh, which is usually not the case. But, you know, so at, at least it, I feel a little bit better about it, maybe. I mean, you, you want to look at this thing and you want to say, wow, Jalen showed up. Man, you know, Tank. He, 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 he had a game that you would hope a guy like his stature and what would you pay him has every single game, right? A sack, a strip fumble, 
tackles for losses, quarterback pressures, grayed out in the high 90s. And, and, and you forget that it's still the Giants and they still gave up. If you want to say the pick six, okay, they still gave up 27 points to the New York Giants, a team that, that has not seen the end zone in two weeks. You know, we, we laughed and joked, and Nate said it all week long, that this was a prescription game. This was the game that we were supposed to go and find our, you know, our medicine, our cure. And it seemed like, you know, even the, in, even in the loss for, for them, they found a prescription as well. They found a way to get their offense going. They found a way to get some things going creatively, uh, you know, and had not been for maybe, you know, a, a, a couple callbacks on touchdown mm. plays, yeah. you know, it, the, the, inc- the, the outcome might have been, a little bit different because they're both those players with bona fide touchdowns that got called back uh, for 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 penalties. So, you know, you, and maybe this is one of those things where you know Jalen finds some confidence or Tank found some confidence, and now that will be able to carry over because you know sometimes like when you're seeing a shooter, they seem like you know if the shot's not going from the outside and you can't find it, go to the free throw line. Just want to see the ball go in the basket, and that may spark you know a, a rhythm for you to get back in pace, uh, but get back on, on, on pace. But for the Cowboys, man, like even 14 tackles, we gave up 300 plus yards of total offense and the New York Giants scored 24 points who they could not score points all year. Their point totals were like 16, 13, 9, 9, 13. And then they uh, an offensive outburst with 27 for the Cowboys. So you, you want to celebrate the victory and you want to find the good things in the victory. But you remember, oh, man, it's the New York Giants and you start looking at next week. If we think what the way we played and giving up that kind of point total to a, a giant team, man, Kyler Murray and company gonna give us hell next week when they come to town. <laughs> did y'all see the? I'm, I'm did, y'all, did y'all see the tweet on, yesterday Shem. from uh, from Dana B about halfway through the game? She she tweeted all of us and said, "You guys sure it's not actually the Cowboys? That's the Walgreens for the Giants." <laughs> <laughs> we all we just all kind of overlooked that tweet and did not respond because I was Nobody. like, oh man, I don't want, to- <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Go ahead, Nate. Uh, you know, we got to fix this. I mean, Rich, Rich, y'all know the rest of it. <laughs> we, I, 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 I'm telling you, I'm telling you, friends, with the tragedy of yesterday. And it's still see if this. They've asked me on on the shows we do on Sundays. What is the problem? And I and I say everything, but the problem and it's still a problem. And until they remedy this problem, nothing will get fixed. We have to fix the middle of our defensive line. The middle of our defensive line, it's raggedy. The middle of our defensive line. It's destroying our whole team. And if they don't fit, and if your dog don't stop barking. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I, Kurt, I'm coming to visit you in a sorry. pandemic situation. Dog's mad uh, too. But no, seriously. But, but I'm serious. It, 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 it keep rearing its ugly head. Devontae Freeman had his chest stuck out yesterday. Running in the middle of our defense, and 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 Don Terry is is now nah, call him Don Terrio because he playing like an Oreo. He, he call him Don Terrio. He is just that. We lost Tristan here. 
he just stands up. Like, he just stands up. Like, I can do what he does. He I spent literally. more time pulling down his shirt than anything, than any man I've seen on the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> he spent more time pulling his shirt down over his whatever. Then I said, golly, that, that's not, not now, fair. Now that situation even gets worse, does it? Because Tristan Hill's out for the year. I mean, how do, how do you fix something with the pieces you got? I mean, I don't... Maybe need to call call Rich. Harrison. Call Rich. Fix this. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> yeah, Bro. I, I don't, I, I'm not sure how they fix it. That's the problem. I mean, you can't scheme it correct, can you? You just got to have big boys in there that'll play. Snacks over there with Seattle, man. They just signed him last week. He finna get uh, two true. weeks to get in shape. They need him. They need him because uh, what's called him getting after them. Minnesota was getting after the middle of their defense. When you when you have an obvious problem like that, you it, it, it's beyond trying to slap a dude on his rump. Come on, man! Come on, get fired up! It's beyond that. It's beyond that. Is he out of shape? Is he trying to get in shape? It's beyond that. And I'm saying to myself, now that you got, now that you don't have that, everybody has to tighten up their game a little bit. Everybody, we, we should see more of Zeke. I mean. The last few weeks he's been running hard. He's been putting the ball on the ground, but yesterday he didn't put the ball on the ground. But <clears throat> we have to play perfect. We have to play perfect offensively. There's no more turnovers. We, you can't have no more turnovers. Because everybody that looks at the film, I'm telling you, the Cardinals coaches are looking at the film like, okay, we got Edmonds and we got well, those kind of outside guys, Drake from Bama. They, no, we running straight up the middle, dog. Ain't nobody gonna touch it for five yards. We running straight up the middle. You turn on the field. I mean, okay, let's let's all be coaches. What would you think, Jesse, if you saw this film? Win, lose, or draw? What would you I'm think, going, Shannon? I'm, I'm going right up the gut. Got right up the gut. And now, if you can run the ball, and Kyler Murray can throw the ball, and you got Hopkins, we we can start scouting right now, dog. Yeah. No, that's on Wednesday. Enjoy what? Enjoy the tragedy of yesterday? <laughs> we got to win. Let's, you know, got to win. So before we. Uh, okay, yeah. You looking up in the sky while you're saying that, right? Please, please <laughs> yeah, blink your yeah. camera so you can be believable when you do that. All right. <laughs> Let's take our last break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about whatever Kurt wants to talk about. No, no, no. Lisa was a win. Lisa was a win. Think about it during the break. Better than a loss. Better than a loss. Kurt got that right. A win's better than a loss. All right, we'll come back here in a few minutes on Hanging with the Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And OtterBox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, 
and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer and a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek, let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Back, SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. The Cowboys are back at AT&T Stadium again on Monday night to take on the Arizona Cardinals. I didn't realize that was a Monday night game. A limited number of tickets mm-hmm. starting at $89. Only $89 are available now. Get yours today at DallasCowboys.com slash tickets. Kurt, what do you want to talk about? Hold on, Shannon. Hold on for a second. What? You're the stadium expert since you've been there and you're every week. I have been. $89 seat get you in the stadium? Uh, Get you a seat, Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) You get to to rent a seat for about four hours and then you have to leave it when you go home. You have to leave it in the stadium. You don't even get to take it with you. 89 bucks. $89, can you hear what's on the sideline, or do you have to watch the 50-yard screen? I would imagine. You know You know what? You've been yeah. in that stadium before, JC, Jesse. It doesn't matter where you before sit in that stadium. Before they fired me, I don't go anymore now. <laughs> when you have I, don't to, have, I, don't have, I don't have $89. <laughs> I don't have $89. Bucks. Hey, that's, that's nine shows. That's, a, that's, that's two exactly. weeks' worth of work. <laughs> you get... To, um, to go watch it, the defense give up all these yards and no thank uh, you, keep my 90 bucks. It doesn't matter where you sit in that stadium, you still wind up watching that amazing video board. Even if you have, if That's you had cool. a $489 seat, you would still find yourself watching the video screen. 89 bucks probably gets you, I would imagine, a 400 level ticket for this game. So, which, which honestly, in that stadium is not a bad seat. It's cool just to be in that atmosphere, but. That's, I would imagine that's that's where you would be sitting. So, Kurt, how's the dog doing? What kind of dog you got there, Kurt? Oh, uh, I don't. They're now the other one's barking too. It's just it's a lot of fun here, guys. Jesus Christ, on. Kurt, get some get some scene control at your place. What the hell is going on? I you, normally I got some family here to kind of run interference, but everybody's gone. I'm here by myself, and the dogs are obviously taking advantage. So I apologize. Oh, the kids had the day off of school. Where's, there, where's everybody? They all at? they all went off to do other things. I don't, I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> I apologize. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. I don't oh, even know what to sorry. do. I kind of I kind of just want to end the show ten minutes early. <laughs> Dak just okay, scored I, a touchdown, I, man. 
Yeah. Dak just scored a touchdown. Yep. Hand it off. Zeke handed off to – that was the only touchdown score yesterday. Yeah, that was the only touchdown pass score yesterday. Nobody else got into the end zone like that. What, what did Zeke you think and, about about uh, uh, Zeke's play and all that? I mean, they showed, I, they had I, a little more balance in the run in the pass. Usually they've been throwing over 60% <clears> of the time. They were, I think, 45, 55 this time. And you think that – you, you like – that was a – Zeke, even with the fumbles – and the drop pass, Zeke has is, is been running with a burst. He's been running with great vision that we saw as a rookie. Zeke is there, you know. But now was his focus on the fumbles or the focus on, on the drop pass? I don't know. But his running, his running is there. This offensive line is not playing bad, you know. Uh, now, we haven't seen this mix and match of linemen uh, against uh, an elite rusher. You know, our elite dominant inside guy, uh, Chandler Jones is the closest we're gonna see this week. He's pretty nice, but he's been injured, he won't beat play, up. So hopefully yeah, he won't uh, play. He won't play. Yeah, nope. but see, he's doubtful right now. So uh, I-, I tell people like this: I promise you, fellas, for a line that has just been together for six, six, seven weeks. And not not all together. These guys are not playing bad. These guys are not playing bad. Uh, I don't know if our offense is built, say, like the uh, the New Englands of the world who get the ball out of their hands real quick and stuff like that. I don't know if if the, if, if the coaches can design stuff like that. I see it with other teams. Uh, I've seen us take uh, unnecessary hits at quarterback where you could have just got rid of the ball. Uh, I know Nora Turner was big on standing tall in the pocket and making sure you deliver the ball to the receivers, and sometimes you might have to take that hit. But <clears throat> Alvin's line has not been playing bad compared to – we don't know who Biotish is. We don't know yeah. who uh, the Terrence Steele dude is. Uh, no more than when he's played against the elite players, he's gotten, uh, you know, punished a little bit. But, uh, you know – these guys, Brandon Knight, left left tackle. I mean, they 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 doing okay, but you're gonna have to find ways to run the ball a little bit more. Uh, screen game is kind of raggedy right now, but just watching them, you know, I, I don't have the concerns for them as I do for our defensive line. You know, my 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 biggest concern is, you you know, you know Jesse man went at it last year, forty points, thirty five points. Shit, we giving up 38. We scoring 35, but we giving up 38. So So I went again. Let's go. We need 40 points again. No. <laughs> I mean, it, it, our offense don't set tempo. Uh, our offense, and I'll give you an example. If you watched any of the Minnesota game last night in Seattle, how Minnesota just shut them out, then all of a sudden, you you know, you see this quarterback, and I'm not calling names. He come in, and he starts setting tempo. He starts dictating how the game is going to be played. And if you watch it overall, you can see his non-factor in the first half, and you can see him just take over in the second half. You know, and and I understand that our quarterback, neither one of them, is Aaron Rodgers, Russell, so and so and so and so. But it has to get to that point 
if everything you own is on your offense, we got to start having, we got to start controlling the game 31 minutes or more. Offensively, we have to find a way to control the game for 31 minutes or more. Our defense cannot be out there more than 30 minutes. That's last year and this year. I don't think they've won time of possession yet in the game. Even yesterday, it was, I think, 32 minutes something to 27 minutes something. So, I don't know how do you do that. Because, you know, McCarthy talks about scoring quick and putting a lot of points on the board. But you're right. It seems to wear out your defense. Especially yeah, but that's scoring weeks. quick is in the second half, right? They're talking about – Part of that is, scoring, has been. But, yeah. But he's saying score. even right from the beginning. He said before, right from the beginning, he wants to score a lot of points. And so – but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's I, why we defer to the second half, huh? <laughs> I was uh, I was glad to see a little more balance. You know, it's a passing league, obviously. But you're right, Zeke's Zeke looks like he's running strong, running faster, running with some some anger or something. And uh, you know, I'd like to see him become, you know, now whether the offensive line can make the room for him, I don't know. You know, again, I thought they looked good yesterday, but you're judging them against the Giants, so who who actually knows? Well, Jesse got something coming out. I can see how he got his arms folded, his lips tight. I know. The voice, of, the voice of reasoning is working. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. You know, I'm listening. My, my, my thing is, it was an issue. It wasn't a big issue at the beginning of the season. But in, after the first week, it became an issue with me. It's two things I'm going to keep saying. And y'all going to say, okay, hey, go Nate again. I want, I want the head coach called into place. Because that's his expertise. And I want the middle of our defense fixed. There go Nate again. Shannon, <laughs> listen to me, Shannon. Listen to me, Shannon. I'm going to ask I've, I've, you. Know, I've had like 20 people walking to me and talking about it's the scheme. Okay, if it's the scheme, how can I line up on the head of a center and say, this is who I stop. I dominate this center. I dominate this guard. And all of a sudden, this dude moved me 10 yards behind, off the line of scrimmage. How is that a scheme? How is, something, how, how is that scheme? That's a physical movement. It has nothing to do with scheme. Schemes get you lined up. But once you're lined up, and I, and I ain't talking about passing schemes. I'm talking about run schemes. Once you're lined up, it's me and you, Kurt. And if you blow me off the ball 10 yards, what, what scheme got to do with that? <laughs> What scheme got to do with it? Got to do with it. What scheme got Is it slapping handy? Is that what it's called? Is it? No, it's a sloppy handy motion with oh, the homeboy. Yeah, he's yeah. sloppy and motionless. <laughs> hey, Spit, you're talking about schemes. With Andy Dalton now coming in, does it change the way they try to run this offense? Is it going to be more balanced, or are they still going to be – do you think McCarthy's still going to be, hey, we're, we're still going to let it fly because the defense is going to give up so many points. We, we got to so put 30, 35. McCarthy calling plays? You say McCarthy calling plays? Uh, he's to me, this team, this team is a Ferrari, okay? <laughs> this isn't a hybrid. This isn't. This, you're not trying to get the MPGs. You're not trying to – this not the – that's not the, the, the new miles car. Per you're, gallons. You're, yeah, you're not trying to get the 42, 48 miles per gallon. <laughs> no, this is high octane. This is Ferrari. This is 93%. This is this is you're gonna get eleven miles per gallon highway 
That's a, this is this is one of them type situations. And so this team is built that way. They're built to score a lot of points. Um, you know, Kellen Moore is a guy who likes to pass the football. And, and I honestly think the best thing that you did now, looking back on it, you know, of course, hindsight is 2020, is signing Andy Dalton. This is a guy who, the, what they call him, the Red Rifle. He has an arm. Uh, <laughs> is it the Red Rifle or the Red Rocket? One of the Red Rocket. Red Rocket, man. Red Rocket. Whatever you want to call him, the crotch rocket, whatever you want to call it. He is he he is a quarterback who has the arm and the ability to deliver the ball at all different parts of the field. So again, talent-wise, you, you may lose some athleticism with Dak, but as far as arm strength and arm talent, I don't think you I don't think the drop-off is that uh, uh um you know significant. And I still think you can implement and run the offense that you plan to run. This is a Ferrari, fellas. We, we, this is no more trying to control the clock. And, no, this is a Ferrari. You got three dogs outside in the wide receiver position. Um, and you got Zeke back there. I Kurt think got two of them. will get better. <laughs> Kurt yeah, got right? two of them dogs in the living room. <laughs> but uh. I, think, I think you – I think – and they know you got to score – 35, 40 points a game in order to 45, win. 45, 50 points a game. <laughs> I agree with you, Justin. You, you don't do that handing the ball off 40 times a day. You, got, you know, you got to drop back. And, and maybe early on trying to get in, just getting Andy Dalton acclimated again. But but I, don't, I, I just don't see it. I, I promise you next week you're going to have to score points to beat the Arizona Cardinals. You're going to have to score points yeah. to keep Kyler Murray and, 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 and uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins out of the end zone because they're going to come. Cliff Kingsbury is going to be like a Big 12. It's going to keep coming. And if you know you can't stop it defensively, then you got to go out there and let that thing fly. All right. Let's get into it again tomorrow. Let's 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 stick with the Andy Dalton talk tomorrow. Kurt, give me some points tomorrow about some Andy Dalton. I want to, I want to talk about the Red Rocket some more. Went, went to college right down oh the street. A lot of the lot hey, of fans are from Maryland. Let's let's get the Shannon? Red Rocket going. Yeah, what's up? Shannon? Shannon? Didn't he? Whoa! And if, we, and if we can and if we can get if we can get Kurt to go on the waiver wire and tell us what defensive fat linemen's in the middle of the field that we can get to. <laughs> and we'll talk right? about why. And we'll talk about why contracts are always important. And that's why guys oh. contracts. And I don't want to hear about franchise tech. Oh, we won't talk about that. And that's what. Oh man, man, oh man, Jesse always got to do. Yeah, yeah, Jesse always got to do something to 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 put this show in jeopardy, doesn't he? Before we get off, I got eight hundred guys calling me talking about. See why you should sign your contract? I like, brother, don't start that. I'm gonna get enough of that from on our show. All right, fellas, enjoy it. Get the dogs barking, Kurt. Yeah, get let the dogs out, Kurt. Who? Who? Dogs out! Good see you, brother. We'll see you tomorrow. Jesse, we'll see you tomorrow. Chris Beam, thanks for keeping us on the air. Enjoy your lunch, brother. We will see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Hanging with the boys. Peace. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?